The following episode of Council of the First Ones was recorded on February 23rd, 2014. Join us now as we continue part two of Toy Fair 2014. Is releasing Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle playsets in that same box style where you put it together. Uh, My Little Pony cartoon accurate sets and little box ponies that you can build. Of course, Adventure Time. They are coming out with those kooky cans for the My Little Pony. For those who saw the Cupcake Keepsakes, Funko scrapped them. That was Aww. a one year thing. They had too many problems with it. I could tell you some of the problems. The pieces that went into the frosting part would fall off too easily. Uh, the cake stands were coming out bent. So they're introducing cubics, and these are little figures that you put together, and they're held together with magnets. They're coming out with um, DC versions first. There's also new a new section where they are introducing the retro line, which is all different um, action figures from, like, Back to the Future. I know about two, three weeks ago, there were pictures of them all over the Facebook. They're even done in that 70s, 80s style card back, but the figures are articulated. Those were introduced. Those are four-inch. Then their legacy line, they have Game of Thrones, and I forget the other one, but they will be in six-inch form. Then there's a... I'm trying to remember the name that they called them. Well, there was a lot of buzz about the uh, reaction figures, the especially. Big, big, uh, yeah, they were like redoing them, like back vintage days, but new figures. I mean, the Firefly figures. Oh yeah, those, those had a, a super positive reaction. I'm excited about the Snake yeah. Plissken one. Oh yeah, the Back to the Future ones. I so am going to get, especially if they're going to make a DeLorean. They have to make a DeLorean. Okay, the reaction line. That's the retro line. We are going to be having the Rocketeer, Back to the Future, Predator, the Goonies, the Nightmare Before Christmas, Firefly, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Pulp Fiction, Terminator, Universal Monsters, Horror Classics. So for friend Joe, another uh, Jason coming your way. And right now, it doesn't look like for the Back to the Future if they have a DeLorean, but I wouldn't put it past them. But I mean, come on, like a basic rink-a-dink. DeLorean with the, you know, the it would be so easy. And if they're going retro, retro toy style, it's going to most likely have some missile firing thing that it had. It makes no sense whatsoever with the movies. But almost every vintage toy, even if it was a peaceful vehicle, it had like a mounted gun that could fire some random missile. And if they do that, I would hug them because that's so freaking awesome, so freaking retro. And yeah, I'm super excited about that reaction line. They're also going to have the Transformers from Movie 4 in pop style. They showed off Bumblebee and Optimus Prime. Bobbleheads that talk, which is also a new one. They have licenses for Guardians of the Galaxy, so they will be coming out with pop figures in most of the main characters, blind box figures for those, and Wobbleheads. And I cannot post those pictures. Those are all confidential still, unfortunately. The Book of Life movie they also have figures for that coming out including some in their legacy collection which is the six inch highly articulated line we are getting muppets they're bringing back some of the 
earlier nostalgia of our youth. Game of Thrones, they will be doing blind boxes also, besides their legacy. The Walking Dead is huge again. They also have a few talking ones, plus new blind boxes. Buffy the Vampire Slayer is coming out in pop with a spike in two different formats. Normal spike and vampire face spike. Arrested Development is getting their own. Sons of Anarchy was all over the place. Not just in Funko, in about eight different booths. They're going to be very hot this year for the collector's market. But the, one of the big things that they're introducing is this highly um, specialized Funko product. Hikari. I'm probably mispronouncing it. It is a Japanese vinyl idea concept. They're in about six-inch form of the pop figures. They come in light-up boxes. They will be limited to between 500 and 1,000 pieces. And they're introducing it. The soft, and it's a very soft vinyl, softer than their normal pop. Batman will come out, and there's three, ver four versions of Batman. You can get him where he's all solid, all solid colors. The traditional Batman with blue and yellow, and instead of the gray, it's actually a glitter gray. The Batman from the movies with the black emblem, so I'm thinking that it must have been the 1990s version. I'm not up with all my bat symbols, unfortunately. He will be up. He's almost all black. The gray areas are that gray glitter. Then we have the gold Batman. The boxes do light up. They're also doing that with the turtles. All four turtles will be made. Theirs will be a little more limited, around 500. You can get it all solid color, the green glitter, and they will have a limited edition gold versions. They have are coming out with their own plush line. And it's not like comic images where it's completely soft and you can, you can either hang them up on the wall or lay them down. Funko's plushes have weighted bottoms so they can stand up on their own. They're doing many of the Star Wars in that. we did They did release teasers of Yoda, Chewie, Deadpool. So those are coming out. They are increasing their My Little Pony stuff. So Yoni's going to be happy. We are going to see more of them. Right now, everyone's hunting for the Crystal Princess Twilight Sparkle and the Crystal Trixie, because that was very limited in their shipping. It was only one of those for every 25 of the regular pieces that were shipped to the stores. They are continuing with the blind box. They are going to be going into Wave 2 of the My Little Ponies blind box will also be coming out for Nightmare Before Christmas. Uh, just quickly going through to see if anything else. They actually have a bunch of bobbleheads that will be talking and saying key phrases. And they're continuing with their 3D bookmarks, which actually look like Pez dispensers. So Funko had a, quite a bit to show. And for our Ghostbuster fans, they are going to have an oversized 6-inch Stay Puff Marshmallow Man and Slimer in pop style. And of course, E.T. will be done there. Scarface is being introduced. Um, they did, they are introducing SpongeBob. So a lot of our, a lot is coming out of, um, Funko. And for our Batman fans, they will have the Joker in a couple of different styles. The Dark Knight Rises Joker is coming out in Bobblehead. 
Then they also have the Joker bank robber coming out. The 1966 Batman series is getting the bobblehead treatment. And yes, even on the Joker, you can see the mustache painted over in white. Now that is beautiful. So it is amazing. I mean, they are introducing, like I said, the talking ones and the do-it-yourself pop figure where it's the white buck completely white you can customize it any way you want so they actually had a, quite a huge showing but i i actually told them i said you guys got to get back to mattel and get more masters um mezco would not confirm or deny if they are going to have any more thundercats they had a big showing for the sons of anarchy show and they received the guinness book of world's records for having the longest continuing horror doll line with their living doll dolls. They received that on Monday during the show, so that was nice. Did get to meet Grumpy Cat. Gun is coming out with a line of Grumpy Cat stuffed toys, and to kick it off, who else would they have? They actually brought in Grumpy Cat for a Sunday press day to make sure everyone got their pictures with Grumpy Cat. I'll tell you, my daughter was so jealous. I've gotten a lot of those. Well, you know, they're they're not like coming out. They're out. My daughter already has two of them. Oh, there there's a lot more coming out. <laughs> yeah. He's got his own whole line. I mean, just for the press they were giving us t shirts, photos, bookmarks, door door um door hangers, candy, all with his picture on it. <laughs> all I can say is man, those owners <laughs> They knew what to do with their pet. I'm doing something wrong. Well, they don't have that uniqueness. I mean, my cat is just an ugly thing, but hey, you know, he looks like a regular cat who doesn't care about anything. No. Nope. <laughs> then I did go to Playmates, and I've already posted up video of the new toys that we were allowed to take pictures of. I do want to let our listeners know, yes, there are pictures circulating about the movie Turtles. Playmates made it quite clear that we were not supposed to take pictures. We are allowed to describe them, but no pictures. It is a completely different take on the turtles. They're, the design, I feel, is more geared for the adult than a child. And they're still tweaking the April figure because Megan Fox is doing her. And yes, we do have a new van for our Megan Fox figure to wash. <laughs> that is the figures will come out in three different sizes, 4-inch, 6-inch, and 11 inches. So, And they'll be hitting stores around June. Movie comes out in August. Now, we've now on my website, we've posted up pictures and all that. We don't care. And, uh, you know, the, the reaction to these toys have been really negative. They're, the toys actually look like they're geared for adults. I mean, it's a totally different take on the turtles. Well, they're not, you know, that's the thing I pointed out is that they're not teenagers anymore. They're, they call them, the movie's called Ninja Turtles. Yeah. So they're probably older because they got tattoos and all that. Yeah. Come in, Zordon. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, they are, I mean, the sculpts are beautiful and all like that, but it's more of a design. It is. It's a design, but people have an issue with it. I mean, and Michael Bay. Well, I got an issue. They put that the turtles have tattoos. I mean, that's you know, kids are going to go see this. 
And we're going to have kids asking, Daddy, can I get a tattoo? No, no. Too young. Here's a temporary tattoo. Come here. I'll use Don- it on you. Donatello has nerd glasses. Oh, God. They really nerded him up. Raphael I mean, thinks he's a Motu figure. <laughs> well, everyone wants to be part of the Masters of the Universe. But what I really enjoyed, once I got out of that little tiny room, and when I say tiny, if it was four feet by four feet, we were lucky. And there were more Playmates personnel in there than press, because they were only letting maybe six press people in that room at a time. So they kept a close eye. It was almost two Playmates personnel for every press person. So we were squished. But when we came out, the new line coming out from Under the Turtles is Heroes in a Half Shell. These are designed for your two to five-year-olds. They are the cutest little turtles. <laughs> They're so freaking adorable. I saw a beak online and I'm like, no. Oh. All your major characters have been shrunk down to this for this age group. They're approximately two to three inches in height. They have some articulation. They come with play sets and all like that. And for the collectors who are limited on space but still want their turtles, this is, like, perfect. Because you're getting all of them. Shredder, April O'Neil, Splinter, the regular turtles, Dog Pound. All of them have been transformed. So I fell in love with them. I can't wait to see them out. They're supposed to be shipping third quarter. If you don't have space on your floor for play sets, well, who needs the floor anymore? The turtles have come out with these Z flyers where a majority of your playset is held up on the wall with 3M command hooks, which come in the package, and you have string that go all over, and you can fling your turtles on these strings to get them flying from playset to playset, and they will be having a promotion using that playset, first going with the collectors, then to the kids, to get videos on different stunts and different form ways they have this playset on their walls. And you know the kids are going to love those. Oh, yeah. What? Forget the kids. I'm super excited. They know the collectors are going to be the first ones that are targeting with the um, contest. They haven't given more details, but they said first will be for the collectors. Then they'll do the same contest. For the kids with the videos. <laughs> I mean, just going like from upstairs to downstairs, having trolls going to zip line. Whee! That kind of reminds me, there was an 80s toy line that also was all about zip lines. So if anyone remembers the name of that series, post it on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash TGR Club. Dude, I have I'm to an 80, the page. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but I'm the 80s toy expert, man. You're talking about air raiders. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> okay, so they don't... Well, they should still post to Facebook. Exactly, those are Air Raiders collections if you have them. Yeah, I mean, well, the line didn't do so well, but it's just the concept of it. People love the concept of zip lines because, I mean, I had a Spider-Man. They had Mego ones with Batman and Robin and Spider-Man and the super rare uh, Australian one with Wonder Woman. So... I mean, basically, they fine-tuned it. They figured a way not to damage the walls. <laughs> you could pick up extra 3M command strips everywhere, and they actually said those are the strips you are getting. So they did have to work out some kind of deal with 3M. Yes, extra promotion for 3M. And I mean, those guys are, oh, so- are the best in the... No, no. 
those guys are the best in the biz at, at sticking stuff and hanging stuff. So using that with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles to have toys that don't fall over because that would really suck. Like having generic brand hangers and you put the turtle, here comes Michael, here comes Michael, boom, he knocked out the playset. Yay for a broken, expensive toy. Well, you got to admit, that's a great way to expand their market design to toys, which is probably something they didn't think about. Yeah, I, I'm super excited about those and I I just wanna I just wanna say Kelly hurry up with the turtle blimp because that's the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles reveal I'm most excited for. Yes, the turtles are flying off with a blimp. I didn't get much detail on it. Supposedly you can blow it up regular. There's in the basket a little motor to help move it along. But they had that hidden in a tiny little corner. The blimp, because I think it's already out or coming out within the next month. That was super cool because it's so retro and so I, new. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, why? Well, you know, I was just like thrilled when I saw the blimp. Yeah, you, and you know, eventually we're going to see it in the cartoon. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> that was one of my favorite vintage toys, and I'm super excited about that. the turtle blimp. Now it's like forget the show razor. No, no, the blimp. That's where it's at. Yeah. And it's not the hard plastic. I mean, it's an inflatable. does come with um, strings so you can hang it from the ceiling. That's an improvement over the original one. So I can see myself hanging a blimp over my bed and waking up at night the moment one turtle falls off. It's going to happen. And I'm going to have a Raphael-shaped bump in my face the next day. But I'm still going to love it. Then you're going to love the some of the uh, action toys that they're coming out with. Where right now in stores you can get the drop them turtles where they fold up, you drop them, and they pop out of their shells ready for action. They're continuing the similar concept. You're going to have uh, Leonardo doing back backflips. Raphael is doing front flips. Michelangelo, I don't know why he has the bow since that's supposed to be Donatello. But Probably because Donatello is going to have a similar feature and they just couldn't do both at the same time. So both Mike and Don will have the same feature and this is just a a pretty early sample just to show you what we're planning or something. Yeah. And I'm, I'm almost speaking like a toy executive. Oh, my God. But, yeah, you get the idea. It's, it's really like, oh, both figures are going to do this, do that, Probably which is similar. pretty awesome because it's a throwback They're... to the um, the 80s wacky action. So I have to say I have to applaud Playmates for this because they're taking the best stuff from the vintage and bringing it to the 21st century. So bravo, Playmates. Bravo. Oh, yes. They are continuing with their role play line. In fact, all the reporters we wound up getting ban- the turtle bandanas for our role playing fun. And it's not in the kid size. They gave us the adult size of all four of them. And you know, it says something when they make adult size role playing items. They I just are- wish they could do the adult size shells. You know, they have the shells for the kids for the role playing weapons. I wish they made those in adult size. Well, I see them at conventions. I mean, people dress up as turtles at conventions now. Oh, yes. They are coming out with a plushie line, too. Their own line. And continuing in with the four-inch regular figures, we are going to see three new waves this year. And, and all of them are based off the cartoon, including the turtles in their LARPing outfits. Yeah, what's up with that? I think that's just the nerd version of cosplay. Uh, probably, I guess it's probably for a 
for an episode where it is Donatello is gonna is gonna take them LARPing and seriously, <laughs> I want that that Majatello because it looks more threatening than Mattel's unnamed one. Yeah, I went there. Oh God, are you going no. to to me press now? No, the one that made me laugh when I saw it was the Michelangelo with elf ears and a bow and arrow. <laughs> I was like, wow. I mean, even those looked cute. But it is going to be on an episode this season. I mean, they are releasing Michelangelo with his bug costume, which was also featured on us this season. Oh, my God! Someone's going buggy for Michael. I'm so getting that figure. Hey, I just picked up the uh, seaweed, I think it was. The one that looks like evil seed. Oh, snakeweed. snakeweed. Well, the, the one I'm looking for right now, and he's starting to trickle, is the Casey Jones. Oh, I got him uh, yesterday. He's all yeah. He hasn't popped over here yet, but, man, you know, since his debut, he's been really popular. Oh, and that this interpretation of Casey has been pretty cool. I, I thought I wasn't going to go get him, but now I want to find him. Well, recently I found the toddler turtles, and I'm super excited about oh, those. Oh, I have those. They are so cute. And, and if you Casey's like those popular the... turtles, you're definitely gonna love the heroes in the half shell turtles. And and now that now that Casey, I'm looking for him actively. Haven't found anything, but seriously, uh, Playmates has brought back that that childlike excitement over the toys and seeing them at retail. Because Maddie Collector and Ma Masters Classics is a different animal. I'm talking about the retail scene. I'm, I haven't been this excited for toys at retail for quite a while. So again, Playmates, you're knocking it out of the park with the turtle sign. I'm glad they. I saw the Spike one. I was like, wow, he's huge. And Razor, too, you know, going back to yeah. the line, but they're reinterpreting them. Awesome. Awesome. And then the Baboon one with the laser butt. <laughs> <laughs> that That's a stroke of genius. And the not to Astro Boy. But, but still, I, I mean, they're going, the designs of the toys are crazy. They're so toyetic and. And the toys, once you get them in hands, they're, they're so much fun. Really, it's been a while since I've been this excited over at Oilena, and it's a great feeling. And I'm hoping to see the movie ones. I'm ho I mean, not not the new, new movie ones, but the classic versions of the 80s movies. Yeah, yeah, the, the, the 1990 and 1992 yes. versions. They showed those off also. I forget when they're supposed to hit, but they are coming. Uh, guys, yeah. a, a bit slightly, a bit slightly off topic, but really close to the topic. Have you guys seen the Vanilla Ice Ninja Turtles ad? Oh man! Oh yeah, for macaroni and cheese. We totally need a Vanilla Ice in the new Turtles cartoon, so we can get a Vanilla Ice toy. <laughs> and I'm not joking; I'm serious about that. Well, I'll be honest; I still haven't seen any of the classic. Uh, I haven't seen Bebop and Rocksteady. I, you know, they they come. I know they've been hitting. Toys R Us, and then they just vanish. It's like on the shelves, they're selling out. Yeah, and I know with these turtles, man, I hope they're going to do more. They're going to produce more because I want to come I and go. I want to, I want to get the classic figures, but it's like every time I go to Toys R Us, it's like, nope, we had them, but they're gone. Nope, they haven't shown up yet. Nope, nope. And it's like I want my classic turtle fix. Yeah, but then in like about four or five months, they're going to be like, no, we don't have those, but we got the new movie ones for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're well, going to be missing out. They're releasing the previous waves. 
So wave one, which are the classic turtles, wave two, which is Bebop and Rocksteady, will still be produced while they're doing wave three, which is classic movie turtles. And, you know, people have asked about Bebop and Rocksteady and why we haven't seen them. And part of the thing that has come out is that Kevin Eastman hated uh, hated them. I think I think Peter Laird hated them. Oh, yeah, Peter Laird. Hated sorry, too. Peter Laird. They weren't fans of them. But now the rumors are going around, you know, that they've kind of relented and they're kind of bowing down to fans. And so there is a possibility, you know, there's rumblings in the uh, Ninja Turtles that not this season, but maybe next season you're going to see them. Which would be pretty cool. I mean, okay, I can get them if they if they keep Venus away. I can understand that, but come well, on, that's Bebop an and Rocksteady. That's an unfortunate rumor now that's starting to. No, but hum, but Bebop and Rocksteady, but Bebop and Rocksteady, we kind of needed them. I mean, the the Ninja Turtles smash up game. Uh, it felt like it needed Rocksteady and Bebop, but sadly we didn't get them there. And I know the arcade the arcade port of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Turtles in Time had them, and people were rejoiced of seeing Bebop and Rocksteady on in 3D. So the 80s cartoon has a lot a lot of fans. So I think it's time they rethink their their views and give the fans what they want. Because seriously, we love the turtles. We love some of the aspects, even if the creators don't love them all. I know there's even such a thing as Venus fans, but you get the idea. And Playmates has been knocking it out of the park with with the Turtles line, and I'm glad for that because if the human world dries out and then the Turtles world dries out, that's my big two from the 80s properties that would dry out, and I don't want that to happen. I don't think there's a chance. Right now, the Turtles are pretty hot. Thank you. And, you know, I, I mentioned it on my other podcast, too, is that I am worried about the movie because... The designs, honestly, I have a negative attitude about. And the movie is supposed to come out in August. August 8th. And it was originally slated for March. And they said they pushed it back to special effects and all that. And I'm like, okay. But already, we're February. We're heading toward March. August is not that far away. And we have yet to still see a preview. Yeah. I, who knows if they're going to even delay it even again. That could have been one of the reasons why they didn't want us taking photos, but that's... Well, partially it's that they haven't even shown anything. They haven't shown any films, no pictures, nothing. And I think because of that, that's why there's that media hold. And you're probably right, but, you know, everybody's just kind of just like, what is happening here? There's nothing. I mean, there's a big major movie, and this is supposed to be a major blockbuster movie, and there's nothing. Yeah, I mean, I could see if they postponed it because they wanted to in the summer when most people would go to it. But wouldn't you want your major blockbuster in end of June, early July, so you have the whole summer? Now well, technically not because uh, June and July, it's crowded now with uh, Spider-Man, Captain America, you know, the big blockbuster movies. And now the Guardians of the Galaxy trailer came out and there is such a buzz over that one. You know, it, it's crowded. I mean, this summer, it's a really crowded space. And it's hard to say. I think, I don't think they have a good movie. I'd be worried if they'd move it like near December or, or early January next year. Because if they move it to early January next year, that's when you know that this is a big flaming piece of poop. So we're just going to have to wait and see on them. But man, isn't yeah. that cartoon awesome? Oh, yeah. <laughs> At least we have a decent cartoon. That, I mean... I hope Mattel pays attention to what Playmates is doing as far as the cartoon. Go with Nickelodeon or another serious 
um, Cartoon Channel, not Cartoon Network, and make sure to line up the toys being sent out at the same time. Because right before they showed Casey Jones, that's when I was seeing him hitting the stores. Day after he premiered on Nickelodeon, you couldn't find a Casey Jones if you wanted to. So they have that timing down perfectly. Yeah, I still have yet to see them. And none of my uh, fellow uh, collectors here in El Paso have seen him. But, you know, I, you know, that's the thing. I don't worry too much because Playmates is actually good with their figures. Because, you know, once they're out, you know, I'm going to find him. I know I eventually will. You know, I tried, you know, for a while when the new Shredder one came out, couldn't find him. But now he's around. I've seen him now a few times. Yeah, I mean... Playmates doesn't just put out one wave and say, we're not going to do any more of the other waves. They seem to go back two or three waves and keep putting them out as long as they're selling. So those of you who don't have your Casey Jones, you know, don't worry about it. He'll show up, especially Walmarts. Walmarts are starting to stock them up pretty well. Yeah. But, you know, the other thing now that we brought up toys, uh, you know, I don't know about you guys, but my shelves are empty. (laughs) Mine are just starting to come back to life. Well, there was a thing that happened because I was talking to a friend of mine who owns the uh, collector store here. The toy industry took a dip last year because they were afraid. They didn't produce as much because there was a fear that the economy was going to take a downturn. Toys weren't going to sell. So they didn't produce that much for the 2014. But now the opposite happened. And actually, toys kind of went on the upswing a little bit. And now they're trying to catch up with them and all that. So we got to be patient. They, they, you know, the shelves will be filled. Yeah. Just yeah. right now, mine looks pathetic. Yeah. I mean, my Toys R Us is right now, they're still cleaning out their warehouses of 2013 stuff. They're having massive sales. I mean, as far as new stuff, we've I've seen the Turtles new stuff hitting already. Toys R Us, Walmart, Target. Even the Monster High new stuff is hitting. So just be patient. Didn't get to go to Hasbro again. Yeah, but Hasbro is right now like it's easier to enter Fort Knox than get entering to Hasbro. And I still say they're so negative. And Hasbro and Lego actually cut people last minute before their press conferences. People who have been covering Hasbro for years. I mean, 10, 12, 13, one for over 25 years. They were cut. Um, Lego, they were doing the same. They're trying to reduce the number of reporters going in to these showrooms. And you have to go during a set time. It's all appointment. And I was called actually a few hours, about 12 hours before I was supposed to go to Lego and got cut. But I was able to get some information on pony stuff for our pony, our bronies and Pegasisters. Big theme is the Rainbow Powers because Princess Twilight Sparkle will be getting her own kingdom at the end of season two. I mean, four. season four. Sorry for the spoiler. It is. Uh, it was. It was. It, it isn't. It, it's a bit obvious because she has to get a kingdom because what's she gonna be? The princess of books. Um, she would love that. I have no idea what you guys are talking about. <laughs> okay, basically she's no, a, she's a sexy librarian, and 
and she lives in a library and then and then well princesses what what's she gonna be the princess of the library no she's gonna get her her new kingdom and the toys are promoting the rainbow power and the human versions are also promoting their own rainbow power for equestria girls to battle of the bands i mean rainbow rocks but it's pretty much generic battle of the bands movie it's basically the reshoot of gemini holograms misfits but it's done in equestrian girls um going first to the pony ponies um they will come out with a brand new play set bigger than either of the previous ones the wedding castle and i forget what they call twilight sparkles they cast an expansion little thingy that i forgot the name yeah yeah well the new one's supposed to be three levels i'm not sure which quarter because my source didn't take that good of notes but he wasn't into ponies. He basically went over to that area, I think, for me. So we will be seeing more of the rainbow power. They are going to tie it into the show so people can figure out what they are. Because a lot of the collectors are, have been asking, well, give us more information about this, the rainbow power because it doesn't look right. I'm gonna. I have to be honest. The, the rainbow power thing looks a bit lame, but I I have to wait until the show reaches the rainbow power thing for justification. And I'm crossing my fingers that we get a Doctor Who's figure in playful scale. Yeah, Hasbro, I want a Doctor Who's figure. We don't care which version because there's three or four versions of the Doctor Who's. And and I'm not. I don't know if you saw the rainbow power toys and got them in your hands yet. Well, I've seen a few I've seen the fashion scale rarity and two things. I hate rarity and two the toy was a bit lame. I haven't seen the minis yet. I've got the the uh, playful pony size and I actually hate them because you have all the paint application on one side of the pony, on the other side it's totally blank. Hasbro cheaped out on paint taps. Shouldn't surprise me they only put the cutie mark on one side. But with all that decoration on one side and you look at the other side, it is a really disappointing. As far as the Equestrian Girls, their movie will be out this fall. It will have 12 new songs. The dolls are hitting the stores now for the Rainbow Rocks. There's actually two different waves of them. Princess Twilight, well, Twilight Sparkle and Pinkie Pie have an action feature when you tap them. They do say things. When both of them tap each other, they actually sing the cafeteria song. Uh, Trixie is already out. There are three new figures. They would not tell us the names. Uh, DJ Pond 3 has the first vehicle of the equestrian girls coming out. Her, It's a car. The windshield actually doubles as sunglasses that you can wear in that same oversized fashion that she wears. Fourth- oh, yeah. Third or fourth quarter, I'm not sure which one, they will come out with their first play set, which will come with a Pinkie Pie and a drum set, and it is the rock stage, so you can keep going. Many of the figures will not have the hair extensions this time, but instead their mics feature markers inside where you can draw on their clothes. Um, Some of them have ink pads in their instruments and their boots become stamps. So that's going to be a wait and see. On Parents beware. That's all I have to say. Parents beware. 
I'm seeing I'm seeing boot marks all over the couch and markers painting everywhere. Well, they do have caps that go over the stamper itself because the um Applejack who is one of them that will have this. Her guitar is the ink pad, her boot is the stamper, her second set of boots and it's in the heel. And from the person who gave me the information, he did videotape parts of it. The presenter had a hard time opening up the boot. Okay. So it must stick quite a lot. So maybe that was done deliberately where the kids will have to really try hard, but we know what will happen with the kids. They'll turn around, find a pair of scissors, and cut off that little clip. As if I'm giving any kid an idea out there. Remember, kids, do not not use a question at girls' ink stamps or markers on the couches or any other stuff that your parents might, might get mad at you. Please. Yeah, I'm not even sure if they're washable. They probably are since they're designed for you to decorate your clothes. But as far as the other Hasbro toy lines, I don't have much information on them. And the last thing I need to cover with going over Toy Fair were horsemen. They had their annual Toy Expo at Tokyo Underground, which is right underneath a big, well, not a big toy store, but a collector's toy store. They don't carry your mainstream items. They carry some of your retro and your collectible toys. For us big kids who don't want to grow up. We got first looks at Paint Masters of the Ravens. They had four of them there, including the Flamingo, which is awesome. So if you're part of the Kickstarter program that pushed the Ravens, you are not going to be disappointed. It is worth the two-month delay because they did get samples back from the Toy Factory, which they rejected. It wasn't up to their standard. They also introduced a new line, the Mythic Legion. Lots of army building that you can do with the different knights. And what they did to make this year a little more special, last year they had Cake Boss. They couldn't get Cake Boss again. But they asked 12 customizers, the top customizers all around, what could they do to their knights. And I think that was a bigger highlight for me than seeing the actual Legion figures because the 12 customizers were also there. My favorite has to be from our friend Joe Amaro. Not Amato, Amaro. With the R. Right. He's the one that I had to tweet right away, his custom. Not only did he have a fantastic night, he sculpted a freaking amazing dragon. I fell in love with that dragon. Yeah, he, that, just, he is awesome. I mean, if I could have found the $3,500 somewhere, I would have bought it right away. <laughs> he also had the most expensive custom that you could buy. I mean, I could not stop talking about it. It was so beautiful. I mean, Joe actually showed me pictures of how he, of all the different steps that he sculpted it in two weeks. I mean, every person who was there admired his work. And then we had other ones that were really nice. I mean, my second favorite had to be Date Night, included a condom, Red Roses, everything, all sculpted. Um, besides the sculpt, the different knights, I mean, you had some of them with their arms ripped off where they were just coming out of battle, bloody and gory. One walking through a graveyard with the skulls all around him. And I will have those videos up hopefully sometime this week. Because I did take lots and lots of videos. Besides all the pictures that I posted on Facebook.com forward slash TGR Club. And also on Facebook.com Toys and Tunes. 
all the pictures from the Four Horsemen's show are there. I still have about 10 hours worth of video to edit. I know at least three of it is just Four Horsemen. But we did see wave two of the Power Rangers, not Power Rangers, Power Lords, that we're seeing both the four-inch scale and the six-inch scale. And, of course, they continue to show their spacemen. And that was the place I almost was able to walk out with Madame Raz. Scott Knightley brought Madame Raz, Cowell, and Lookie and had them hanging out with the other masters around Castle Grayskull. This time they did not bring Spectre, so Dan couldn't mess around with Spectre and uh, Mosquitoor. But they were showing all the, most of the figures, because there's, according to Scott Knightley, we're up to 156 or 57 Masters of the Universe figures. I'm looking at my shelf, although it doesn't have a complete collection, I have to say, dang, there's a lot of figures in there. I have three huge storage boxes filled to the brim. And I have my Castle Grayskull with, like, at least 20 figures. I have my desk with at least 15 figures. You know, I believe it. So, I believe it. I mean, overall, this year's Toy Fair was no disappointment. They announced for next year it will start on Valentine's Day. It's instead of Sunday through Wednesday next year, it's actually Saturday through Tuesday because of um, Lent starting so early next year. They did make arrangements. Yeah, that that's so romantic. That's so romantic. Oh, honey, have some chocolates. Biz- nope, no I'm can do. I'm still trying to figure out how did, <laughs> have to, did, having to do toys. How did Val and Dan get away from their ladies on Valentine's Day? <laughs> they must have really given them some excellent gift to be on the East Coast on that day. But yeah. Toy Fair really had a lot of big surprises in a good way. Playmates, Mattel, especially in the Masters Classics, but I'm biased, so... Well, we're all biased here. And with it actually starting a day earlier, I'll probably be able to even cover more of it, as if I don't have fun covering it now. I mean, I'm walking around. I mean, we had Toy, Toy Hunter there, besides buying for his own store, filming. I'm like, oh, yeah. Okay, we know what you're here for. But no one was bothering him as if it was a convention. I mean, you would have had a thousand people around him. I mean, when they say it's the Super Bowl Bowl of toys, it is. I mean, to give you an idea how big this beast is, it's the size of seven football fields. They actually released some of the statistics of how big it is. And it keeps growing each year. I mean, this year, um, Mattel... Besides taking all of the fourth floor like they normally do, they took up from the first floor at least half of it for all their things. So Now, going back, I, I wanted to mention when you talked about the uh, the Four Horsemen. Yes. I am so, I don't want to say upset, but I am crying when I saw some of those figures. And they're not in the six-inch scale. Which ones? Yeah. Well, the, the 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 mythic warrior ones, like the skeleton. They're, they're going to be in the same scale as the scarabs. Those were um, paint masters. There. So are they going to be in the six inch? They'll be in the six inch. Yes. Okay, yes. Who? I would have yes! sworn there was talk of them being smaller. Yeah, I've heard. I've heard that story about them yeah, being smaller. Yeah, because <laughs> I think Cornboy mentioned it. Or yeah, they're still debating whether or not to put it in four inch, but there's. They definitely want to try and keep it in scale with their other lines, too. 
So that it's going to be looking down at price because they do want to keep it affordable for their fans. I mean, you don't want to know. I mean, I found my scarab at a steal. No, normally, they're going 60 to $80 now. I was able to get it for 20 Um, The timekeepers, which are in the 4-inch scale, they're at $20 when you order them directly. But everything on the Four Horsemen's site normally sells out very quickly, too. Yeah, because I'm looking at the uh, oh man, there was like a skeleton warrior guy. Yeah, those are the time and, the timekeepers. Yeah, and they're four inches. Yeah, well that they're actually the servants of the scarabs. They're actually in scale for that line. Oh, I, yeah, but I so wanted him to be six. That little skeleton warriors to be six inches, and you know why? Fragile tail. I mean, when I got mine, because I got a power con. Owen actually told me, be prepared to um, glue your uh, joints in the position you want it because they will fall apart easily The scale- because of how thin the legs are for that skeleton look. And also the um, timekeeper accessory is so heavy that they the joints really can't hold them correctly. I mean, I hope they redo them in the 6-inch, but who knows? I I really hope so because the I'm looking at this uh, skeleton Roman guy and the skeleton Red Knight. I have the Red Knight. And tell me that he wouldn't be cool for some other toy line that we do a podcast for. Oh, yeah, I, I, I mean, about that. I even saw one that that kind of looks like um, Derek from what's it? Dang it! I forgot it. Dragon Slayer, like the guy from Dragon Slayer that looks like a zombified, uh, skeletonized version of him. I would totally love a figure. Well, I would love a bunch of skeleton, skeleton figures in the six-inch line. And if we could get like some sort of barbarian skeleton, skeleton figure, that would be really cool. Cause I mean, I don't have any idea where I could display those, but they would look pretty sweet. I mean, oh, well, it's the Four Horsemen. They kick butt at sculpting awesome-looking pieces of toy art. So. We could manage. Still, I just wish they'd be a little bigger. I need them to be a little bigger. But I know they're um, Power Lords. They come in the two different sizes, 4-inch and the 6-inch. And there's also Power Lords with that, oh, what is it, the Glockos system? So you can interchange them easily. But otherwise, that was my weekend. I mean, it was nice hanging out with Val Staples, Pixel Dan, Michelle Ivory, who does uh, the Cowabunga website. I mean, she's the ultimate turtle fan when you need something, any kind of information. She's your walking turtle Wikipedia. Um, Rob Bass and the gang from Alternative Minds. So it was a great weekend. Got to see a lot of old friends. Great time talking tunes and talking toys. Okay, so I guess we should wrap it up because this is another long episode. Yeah, but it's a toy fair sized episode, so, so yeah. it was obviously supposed to be long. But in all fairness, I want to thank you, Kelly, for not rubbing in glimmer in my face during the walkthrough video with Scott. Hey! It would have been so cool to get Scott to say, I'm denying Crespo his glimmer! Hey, I edited it out a lot, too, because we were Scott, Eric, and I were joking about Light Hope. What should Mattel have done? And they're like, oh, yeah, a piece of plastic and a push light. I said, not 
piece of plastic, a roll of scotch tape. Let's be filmation accurate here. Hey, I would I would have enjoyed a, a piece of tube plastic that you could put in a, a push light in so you could have the light effect. That would have been a cool way to do Light Hope. And then Crystal Castleman would be like, Light Hope oh. unleashed. He's f***ed off. Oh, now sh- <laughs> he, he's bringing the boomstick. See, they didn't think that far ahead. They could have gotten two figures for the price of one. Actually, that would have been like a nice San Diego exclusive or, or something like having Light Hope come in a tube shape, in a tube shaped case, kind of like some of the NECA turtles came in. And then you then you put in a push light underneath and you it's got it. plastic light hope. And it's obviously inside you have the figure, but once you take the figure out. Figure. Yeah, they're boom. From the iridescent. I think that's going to wrap us up for today. I would like to thank He-Man.org and MaddieCollector.com. Make sure to check out both of our those sites. Bunch of great guys. And we'll be seeing you on Facebook. Good journey. I'm Yoni. Good journey. I'm Renee, wishing you all a good journey. And I'm Lucky, wishing you a good journey. I hope you can see me on MightyCollector.com. Nah, nah, just joking. Ranting Crespo, good journey. And remember, put Mighty Collector as your new homepage if you want to get your Lucky on. Yep, we're going to get our Lucky on. <laughs> and Renee, go say Benjamin Grill. Now. <laughs> <laughs>